0: All right, here we are on Word and Worship on Friday, March tenth, twenty twenty three. Excited to be here. We got Gus in the house as well. We are going to be uh, worshiping a little bit, and then we're going to move into um, teaching the Word, etc. Um, I think you can really enjoy this format that uh, we have just uh, started, where where we will be. Um, honoring the Lord God Almighty as and and in his word, what he wants us to do. This is what he's been telling us, right? Through all the prophetic words, and he wants to be spending time with him and worshiping him, but also learning his word. So open up your Bibles, if you will. We're gonna go over John chapter five. We're in the second half of that. We went over the last chapter five um, about the healing of the the pool, right? That you can see from last Friday, but we're gonna be continuing, I think, in verse 19. And uh, with that, I'm going to have Gus uh, look at one of the one of the actual um, verses that will, it's kind of the main part of the teaching that we're going to come around to in more detail. Um, but Gus, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good, Rick. How you doing? How's everybody doing?
0: Awesome. Awesome. So if you wouldn't mind starting us a little bit with it, this scripture here.
1: Yes. Uh, this is uh, John 5, 23. Uh, Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Truly, truly, I say unto you, this is Jesus speaking. Whoever hears my word and believes in him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. So it's all about believing the word and believing the Spirit, which are one. The Father and the Son are one.
0: That is awesome. And that is why we're talking about uh, right here, the authority of Jesus, right? So there's a lot of discussion about um, and, and incorrect teachings that we've seen in the past, right, of uh, and different religions that try to pull Jesus out of divinity. He is God. He's divine. He's 100% God, 100% Jesus, right? And that and this and this scripture makes it uh, this whole scripture passage is all the way through John 5 is going to really make that extremely evident, right?
1: Um, hey, we wouldn't be here today, Rick, if the word wasn't there in the beginning. To say, Let there be light and make the world so
0: That's a good point. It's a good point. So we're going to start by just uh, just worshiping. So here, here, Gus, if you wouldn't mind this reading some of these scriptures attached to this song about, we're just here to worship.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, we got, uh, it's right behind the recording the, thing. Light, <laughs> What's of, the first light of the world,
0: you, you step down in the darkness. You step down mm-hmm. in the
1: darkness, okay. Again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness but we will have the light of life. And that's John chapter eight, verse 12.
0: We'll be there in just a few weeks. <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> we will. Second verse, here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. Thomas answered him, my Lord and my God. That's John chapter 20, verse 28. That's when he stuck his hand in his side. John uh, yeah. Thomas was doubting. Uh, verse 3, the third verse we want to highlight here is you're all together lovely, you're all together worthy. Worthy are you, O Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. That's Revelations 4.11. And finally, the fourth verse we'd like to highlight here is I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. And that's Mark ten forty-five. Praise yeah. Jesus.
0: So this is the uh, God that we worship, and then we're gonna just uh, ask you to do that with Gus and I right now. I know some of the, there's a few backstageers and backstageers are starting to come in here. But let's just lift up our arms and worship him.
2: darkness. Open my eyes let me see. Beauty that made this heart adore you. Hope of a life spent with you. And here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I say
0: the light of the world. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Worthy are you, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things. Revelation 4-11. What a good song to get our mindset uh, ready for uh, discussing hey Rick, the Bible.
1: I want to check your volume. It may be set on low. It had a little bit of a rumble.
0: Okay. Oh, the- you're right. Thank you so much. That's probably uh, well,
1: so. Okay growing if- our shofars last time.
0: Yeah, exactly. Thanks so much. We got to turn it down that.
1: when we blow the shofars, or it cancels out. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. All right um yeah that's a song about uh here i am to worship and that's what we need to do when we get in the word of god and i'm just going to lift this up in prayer real quick say heavenly father just thank you so much for the time to get into your word of god with another awesome man of god who just understands the words in such detail gus but i just uh i just uh, love this backstage community lord may the holy spirit fire come down on us lord we've offered this for free now for a reason to so to just offer this open to anybody Um, They can come back here, Lord, and we just uh, submit uh, backstage to you. We submit the the B2T neighborhood to you. We submit this ministry to you, uh, and we submit the B2T show. Everything about this we submit to you. Thank you for allowing us to study your word tonight on a Friday night. We love you, Lord, and we say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yeah, and so so we are starting with... um, the second part of, of John. So I'll just go to this. So remember, we went over um, this healing and we and, and we ended after that Jesus is equal with God. And so we're starting right here with the authority of the Son. So Gus, do you want to take this first area before we worship again?
1: <laughs> sure. So we're starting off verse 19. Throw my little specs on here so I can see so good. Verse 19, so Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the father doing. For whatever the father does, that the son does likewise. For the father loves the son and shows him all that he himself is doing. And greater works than these will he he show him so that you may marvel Ooh. for as the father raises the dead and gives them life so also the son gives life to whom he will
3: mm-hmm.
1: verse yeah. 22 i want could to prob- stop there and yeah we could probably really chew
0: bit. on those three verses pretty heavily we, we got quite <laughs> a bit right
1: there yes sir yes sir we do yeah, so Yes
3: sir.
0: So this first part, truly, truly, it's interesting where he's he's literally emphasizing it. That means uh you know it's like verily, verily, truly, truly. And uh the sun can do nothing of his own accord and and, and we gotta understand if the sun can't do anything with our own accord, that's we can't either, right?
1: Amen. <laughs> so, Amen. <laughs>
0: And Amen. so we should only be doing what our, we see our Father doing. Now, obviously, Jesus can see a lot more than we can. But I thought that was just really interesting how he starts out by almost being humble, right? He's, he he, he, uh, he, he uh, Even though he's talking about the authority he has, he can do nothing of his own accord, which is just amazing to think about. Any thoughts on, on yes. that? Yes,
1: because he came back as the Son of Man. So he's like one of us. He's human. But he's also divine. He's the Son of God. And he fulfilled that and proved it when he died and rose from the dead and then ascended and seated at the right hand of the Father. But uh, you'll see several times he'll refer to himself as the Son of Man, equivalent to any of us, because we're supposed to follow him. Like, we can't do anything without Jesus and the Father. He can't do anything without the Father. So it's God that does these things through us. An interesting thing here Rick that I found because I always like to look at my interlinear Bible because it goes back to the original text and then it translates it to English in the shortest form so what it says there and it puts a little bit of different thought on it the son is not able to do anything from himself
3: mm-hmm. except
1: what he may see Father doing for whatever the one and it's a capital one Whatever the one does, mm-hmm. these things also the son does the same. Interesting. You we know, we've got one God. Yes. Not all these other gods. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, there's only one God that's got a son who is one with him. Mm-hmm. You know, the Spirit and the Father, or the Father and the Son. And then the other thing I looked at was the word son there it takes on different meanings because it would seem that. Jesus is referring to himself like I can't do it and he is he's saying I can't do anything unless the father but we're also sons you know there's a scripture that says somewhere there's no there's no male there's no female there's no Jew no Gentile there's no division in heaven we're all one in God that's our goal to shed off all these carnal things natures of ourselves and walk in the spirit so we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh so we're considered Sons, both male and female are considered sons of God because there is no, it's like we serve different roles here in a carnal sense on this planet to procreate and to share things like love with each other in marriage or whatever, but in a spiritual sense, we're all sons of God, like in and the angels as well. And so it's G 5207 is the word here, it's heals. And in a wider sense, I'll just read some of this here. The wider sense, uh, a descendant of one of the posterity of one. Uh, number one, the children of Israel. So the Old Testament, Israel was considered his firstborn son. Mm-hmm. And then the sons of Abraham, which we are because uh, we learned here a week or so ago that uh, all who believe as our father Abraham believed are one in Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jews thought it was just the bloodline, that they were special because of the blood, but we're all special because of His blood, because we all share in the blood of Christ, and that ma- that's what makes us one. Mm-hmm. So, Son of God is also under that 5207,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and it's used to describe Adam in Luke 3:38. It's used to describe those who are born again in Luke 20, 38, were born again, or born from above,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and the angels and of Christ. So. Like I said, we're all sons. In the Old Testament, used for the Jews. In the New Testament, of the Christians. Those whose character God as a loving father shapes by chastisement. And that's Hebrews 12, 5, and 8. You can find that. All those that revere God as their father. And I'll just stop there so you get the meaning. The point I'm trying to make here is that the son can do nothing. We can do nothing we we do those things we see our father do and we say those things we hear our father say and we've been learning the authority and power of christ who is the word and when we it's one thing to pray a nice prayer for someone from a heartfelt position it's another thing to speak the word of god over someone Mm -hmm. because that doesn't come back void so
0: good point good point I just love. uh, Now
1: I got one more, Rick. Here, John sixteen (laughs) thirteen. Sorry. Okay, no
0: problem.
1: And this is this this builds this reference. He says, "When the Spirit of Truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will declare to you the things." that are to come. So that's the Holy Spirit he's talking about after Jesus Christ goes that we get. So again, it's a reference to, we are sons like Christ is the son. He's the firstborn of many. And with that, I'll give, I'll give nah. the floor to you. Nah, no, myself. no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That,
0: that's awesome. It's funny how this very first verse, how, much, how deep it is. And as like it says, um, but only what he sees the father doing right so obviously he had more spiritual insight than we probably ever will have but the whole point is is that we should be doing whatever we see jesus doing because jesus and father are one right so that's why they you know the old saying of what would jesus do right is, is 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 so true there right what are we learning from the word of god and jesus is not just this physical jesus from 2000 years ago he's also the word it's the bible so we can understand what the Father's doing by studying the Word of God, right? Studying Jesus. Yes. And uh, I Amen. love that. And for whatever the Father does, that the Son does likewise. So obviously, uh, how, do we, how, do we, how do we really try to, despite our sinful nature, live like the Word of God tells us to live, right? That's the challenge here. And, and uh, we know that the, that this, this very Word of God and Jesus himself, is is, we have the authority in that and he had authority more so than anything that's ever walked this earth right and uh, he he's really showing that yeah but also being a little bit humble saying he can do nothing (laughs) on his own accord right because he came from heaven down to a physical man and uh that was a humbling thing for him to do where he was 100 percent focused on the father at that point in time
1: if you think about it, if he could have done it of himself then there would have been two mm-hmm. instead of one mm-hmm. but it's like god the father is the spirit the thoughts that he he set out this he's the alpha and omega the beginning and the end but when we see his word we see the father it's like jesus is the ex- exact replicant a- expression of the father mm-hmm. if you will so the more we study the word the more we know about the father he told philip when he said, show us the Father, he said, how long I've been with you and you still don't know me? <laughs> yeah. When you see me, you see the Father. So. Yeah, exactly. This
0: next verse is, for the Father loves the Son and shows him all that he himself is doing. And greater works than these will he show him so that you may marvel. Anything about that, Gus, that
1: got you? What caught me there was the reason the Father does it. Mm-hmm. And it's so we may marvel mm-hmm. so that we may look at him and say nobody but god can do that <laughs> you know greater works than these can you do because will you do because so so you may marvel
0: yeah and i think that um, yeah. that's when we go through this great exodus period we're all going to be marveling right unless we apply this Amen. today <laughs> right? we've
1: already seen some taste of it i know there's more coming it's going to be exciting
0: and some of those greater works. Obviously, I, this is probably before he raised um, Lazarus from the dead. Um, he also then, not too far along after this, uh, resurrected, <laughs> and you know, and uh, so, you know, so came back from the dead. That's pretty big when you do that for you. You know, that's God did that, but that's, yeah, it's
1: a pretty big deal.
0: And then obviously, <laughs> he's going to come back in the second coming in even a bigger way. And I think even before that, we're going to see the great harvest and see uh, this this huge glory. And just think of all the things that uh, that we've seen that these greater works um, are something that He's even told us that we're going to have. That's what's pretty crazy, right? That Amen. He's going he's to use His body to do greater works. The body of Christ, right? Because He's the head, body of Christ. So that's really interesting. But also, the Father loves the Son and shows Him all that he himself is doing. So obviously he was really in tune to the father completely. So the more we're in tune to Jesus in the word, the better off
1: uh, we're gonna be able to serve him.
0: And obviously this is all red letter. So this is all Jesus talking, right?
1: All him talking, that's right.
0: then we talked about this, for as a father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the son gives life to whom he will. Anything there? Amen.
1: I got a couple references to that. Mm Uh, Deuteronomy 32 39 he says see now that I even I am he and there is no God beside me I kill and I make alive I wound and I heal and there is none that can deliver out of my hand and second Corinthians 1 9 says indeed we felt that we were received that we had received the sentence of death but That was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got to thinking about this, Rick. And I said, well, he's saying even as the father raises the dead. And so I got thinking, did a little research. and In 1 Kings 17, 17 through 24, you've got Elisha, Elijah, the prophet, the Tishbite, with the widow woman. Uh, And you remember he raised the. Her son got sick, and he laid on top of him three times and rose him from the dead. He yeah. prayed to to God. And then in 2 Kings 4, 18 through 37, you had Elisha,
3: mm-hmm.
1: with an S-H-A on the end, the one who came after Elijah, the prophet. And both of these were, interestingly enough, in an upper room. I found that significant, like there's a tie to the upper room and you know the day of Pentecost, perhaps. but. Uh, Elisha the prophet stayed in the upper room uh, he prayed with the woman uh, both to bear her son first and this this was a parallel or aftershadowing of uh, uh, Abraham and Sarah because they were old past bearing years and had a son she was the same way this woman in second in, uh, Kings 4 8 with Elisha um, anyway she had a son he got sick and he raised him from the dead and that's the one where he put his his uh hand, eyes on his eyes his hands on his hands and raised him from the dead mm-hmm. so that's a a second one where the father had raised from the dead and in second kings 13 20, elisha again the prophet was buried and he was in the cave you remember this story rick where mm-hmm. Uh, They had a funeral gurds, or procession going by and they were being attacked or whatever so they stuck this dude's body in the cave with Elisha's dead body and the guy rose from the dead from the anointing that was in Elisha. That was pretty amazing. Yeah, no question about it. They say that was indicative or significant. It's like foreshadowing Christ being dead and all us, you know, coming in contact with him and raising from the dead. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting.
0: Yes, and and obviously Jesus proved this himself when he did it with the Lazarus right. just time after this. So if if anybody's going, what do you mean that Jesus is going to raise people from the dead? Only God can do that, right? And boom, he does it, right? So he does. <laughs> this he is, did
1: it in Luke seven eleven through seventeen is yeah. the first raising from the dead. The funeral procession, he rose the widow's mm-hmm. uh, child up.
0: Yeah, and then way- of
1: course we know about Lazarus.
0: Yeah, so so now we're gonna move to another another song, where this is how great is our God. It's a brand new video that we just did here. I'll do this one. the the, the uh, first verse is here. How great is our God? And it's right out of Jeremiah 10:6 says, "There is none like you, O Lord. You are great, and your name is great in might." Jeremiah 10:6. And the second verse that this really talks about is the beginning and the end. Right in, in, in Revelation 21.6, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. It talks about the Lion and the Lamb here. Obviously, we're studying, studying the, the, the Lamb pretty heavily. Uh, where it says, Revelation 5.5, 5, it talks about the Lion. Weep no more. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered. And I believe that Lion is going to be coming and putting its judgment on this world soon. And John 136, and he looked at Jesus and he walked by and he said, this is John the Baptist, and behold, the Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. And we see that it talks about the name above all names. I pray this all the time, right? It's just kind of my new thing about making sure I'm using the authority in Christ. When I pray, talking about the name above all names, Jesus, as well as the bloody shed for us and that by power and authority, we can really pray amazing things. And Philippians 2.9 says, therefore God has highly exalted him And bestowed on him the name that is above every name. So let's just worship the name above every name. Let's put our hands up and just say, Lord, we love you. Thank you. How great is our God. Mm
2: The splendor of a king. Clothed in majesty, and all the earth rejoice, all the earth rejoice. He wraps himself in light, and darkness tries to hide, It trembles at his voice, trembles at his voice i hey.
1: Day. Yes. If they don't see him now, they will.
0: <laughs> no kidding. As we're studying through John chapter five, open up your Bible with us, and uh, we're going to go through some more verses here. Uh, twenty-two. Do you want to do these two, Gus?
1: Sure. Starting at twenty-two.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: For the Father, for the Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son, that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life.
0: This is kind of what we started with, some of the heavy verses here. So what do what you think yes. about some of this, Gus?
1: kind of the underlying theme of this section really that yes. the father and son are on equal standing more or less they're, they're both one
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, that judging there is crino. that is the judgment because there's two kind of judgment Crino uh, is a greek word crino, and anacrino which anacrino is more like judgment like you're discerning you know he talks about uh, those that are spiritual judge all things, you don't judge him and try him and send him to hell. No, that's God's job in the end, judge nothing before the time. But anocrino is like you discern all things because you have the spiritual discernment because these things are spiritually discerned. But yeah, the, the father judges no one. He's given it all to the word. So it's all written in the word is the final, it's the finality of everything you either aligned with the word or you're not when you know the whole word and understand the story uh, you just follow him because it's not because we loved him but he loved us first he died for us and it's a plan that was set forth before God even set the pillars of this earth he had the whole plan here and then when he issued the plan the son said what he saw the father do and say let there be light made this world for us and then created us on the sixth day i could go on and on it's everything's knit together by his word
0: amen amen when when i read this it was like you just imagine what the the pharisees and the sadducees were thinking for the father judges no one but has given all judgment to the son can you imagine what, what they were thinking, right? And, uh, yeah. and, and it's just an amazing concept, but it comes back to his divinity. Some people say, well, you can read the Bible and, and Jesus never says, I am God, but he clearly shows his authority and his divinity in many ways. And I've, I've talked to you many times about three major things, right? He, he basically accepted worship, right? Never corrected mm-hmm. anybody when people were worshiping. He actually forgave sins. Right? And then he said, before Abraham I is. Those are the three things I always teach when I'm sh- bringing it down to a consolidated. This is when Jesus clearly showed his divinity and showed that he, he actually is the son of God and that he is God himself, just like John 1, 1 says. Right, But here, he, there's a fourth one. He judges. Right, So just his divinity is, he, just to say that Jesus did not claim to be God is just not understanding what the biblical text says. He clearly says, I'm divine. That's why they wanted to stone him, right? So we just can't Amen. argue with that anymore at all. And then 20, 23 says that all may honor the son just as they honor the father. Who does not honor the son does not honor the father who sent him. It's a big statement, Gus.
1: It is. It is. They are on equal standing. Look, if, this, if the son never, or said anything what would we know about the father because the only way we know the father is by his word
3: mm-hmm.
1: right exactly <laughs> how else would we know mm-hmm. I mean yeah. you can make things up out of your vain imagination but you can't do that he says cast down every vain imagination that would exalt itself above the knowledge of his word so yes the, the son is a picture of the father
0: yeah yeah And he kind of expands on that right here with this statement. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Whoever believes him. uh, And that's the key. That's, That's when we are so what I always say that's the hour that you first believed, right? Like the song says, uh, it takes believing His word, not just believing that there was a man named Jesus that died 2,000 years ago. Okay, I'm good now. I'm going to go live like I want to live. But no, whoever, if you, whatever you believe gets sown in your heart, and whatever's in your heart, we speak from the abundance of our heart. Our heart determines our actions. So whatever we believe. Our actions, words, and everything's going to follow. So, if we've got nothing but the word in us, we're going to reflect God's image. Mm
0: -hmm. I love it. I love it. You you know, when we have Trey Smith on the show, he 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 has he has this channel, and he calls it "God in a Nutshell." To me, this is the gospel in a nutshell, right here. Yes. Truly, truly, I say to you: Whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. And this is in red letter. So this is Jesus talking about exactly how you get eternal life, right? You have to hear his word and you have to actually believe him who sent me, God. Just like Romans 10, 9 talks about, believe that that he raised me from the dead. So uh, interesting, interesting. I want to get into another song. Just keep keep the worship going as we are studying and thinking about how awesome the word of God is. And so this is open the eyes of my, uh, open, open, open the eyes of my heart. Would you read this one, Gus? I sure will. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord, it's the top.
1: Yes, I can see that. It's mm-hmm. just when it goes all the way to the left there, you got recording right over top of it. <laughs> yeah. but Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Having the eyes of your heart enlightened that you may know what is the hope to which you are called. He has called you that's ephesians 1 verse 18.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. second verse we want to highlight here is to see you high and lifted up shining in the light of your glory for thus says the one who is high and lifted up who inhabits eternity whose name is holy isaiah 57 verse 15 and he jesus was transfigured before them And his face shone like the sun, and his garments became as white as light. That's Matthew chapter seven, verse two. And the third verse here we wanna highlight in this song is pour out your power and love. And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, there's that believe word again, according to the working of his great might. That's Mm -hmm. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. Mm -hmm. Amen. And that's 1 John 4, 8. And the last verse here, the fourth verse we want to uh, highlight is, as we sing, holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full full of his glory. That's Isaiah 6, 3. And holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was, oh, yeah. is, and is to come. Revelations, glory. Praise God. We
4: want to see things for the
2: way they really are. Open our eyes. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord.
3: Open the eyes of my heart. I'm Sit up, let me hear you.
0: good yes and uh, we'll get some more of this right now Uh, what how beautiful that this is honoring the Lord God Almighty Mm mm-hmm
1: you really can't see anything till you see it with your heart
0: right so this 25 goes truly truly I say to you an hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live for as a father has life in himself, so he has granted the son also to have life in himself, and he has given him authority to execute judgment because he is the son of man. Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and come out, those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment." A lot there. Anything on verse
1: 25, Gus? Uh, Here, you know, we're considered dead spiritually before we come to know Christ because we don't have that spirit that Adam and Eve lost in the garden. So all those are in the tombs. When I was reading this, I thought of our heart being like a tomb because, you know, when we're born again, uh, it's not by any human but it's by god himself we're drawn to the word we hear the word and we believe the word and then something happens to our heart they call it circumcised (laughs) or circumcision and it's like the rock of horeb gets split and opens up and out comes flows rivers of living water which is his word but it's like uh it's like we're in a tomb and we're not really living until we See Jesus, like the song said, open the eyes of my heart Mm -hmm. so I can see you. Uh, Also, this is reference to when Jesus was to go to the cross and he suffered, died and was buried. And when he rose from the dead, there were saints in the tombs that rose with him and walked through the streets and the towns and everything. There was people that witnessed them. And that's in the word I'm not sure exactly where that verse is where those verses are but yeah but that but, so he's really yeah. prophesying right there he's telling you something that's about that he's telling that, that them that now he's planting a little seed so that later when they see this it, oh, that's what he was talking about, about back then yeah. you know when he said that, you know
0: yeah so that's in the first part says an hour is coming so he's prophesying but he also says now here right so those who actually follow the Son and following Him are going to be, you know, like you said in the beginning, their hearts are going to be uh, opened up. They are now born again. They're they're now actually saved, right? So it's both both a future Mm -hmm. and now. This next verse says, For as the Father has Himself, so He has Himself granted the Son also to have life in Himself. Kind of continuing that other ver- other verse but life in himself isn't that interesting mm-hmm. the pharisees saying that so say you're saying that the very life of of everyone that the father is in you as well so it comes back this is continues just to pound home the father and the son are one and and jesus is divinity yes
1: mm-hmm. amen amen
0: 27 goes, and he has given him authority to execute judgment because he is the son of man.
1: Yeah, so I look at that like he gives him the authority because he's fulfilled this. I mean, there's, said this before, there's some 365, some people say prophecies in the Old Testament. You know, people say, I don't read the Old Testament that we're beyond that or it's the whole book that we need to read because the old testament is the foundation and the old testament ha- it it has all the scriptures about the coming messiah that's why the sadducees and pharisees thought they had salvation and those i think it's coming up here those those were the scriptures that were written about jesus and they didn't even recognize jesus mm-hmm. because they didn't know and the father wasn't in them they kind of messed everything all up thought it was about rules and regulations and and everything which sort of was the law but the law was defined to show us that we can't do it without the father without a circumcised heart without the spirit leading us and without a an advocate before the father jesus christ that when we do mess up we can come to him and repent and say lord i'm sorry can you help me with this and that as we grow from glory to glory and so that's why he's given him judgment because he came through the veil, came down here, and he lived as a man. So he knows every everything about us. You know, he experienced this this flesh veil that we all wear. He's lived through it. True empathy. Suffered, died, mm-hmm. buried—probably the worst death anybody will ever mm-hmm. suffer. He's, he's been through it, so. Yeah. And, uh, if anybody's got right to it, he does, right? Exactly. It's a judgment.
0: But just another pure example of Jesus in His own words, saying that the Father's given me judgment and, and only God can judge, right? So obviously, that means that he is claiming to be God. He's claiming divinity here. Um, that's why Amen. he shoots down any of those other arguments. Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. So he kind of pounds his point home, right, Gus?
1: (laughs) Yes, that's kind of a reference to when he died in rose again and the people came up out of the tombs and walked on the face of the earth. That had been wild. I think we're gonna see that and more here soon, just to wake people up.
0: That would wake people up. To let
1: people marvel.
0: (laughs) That would let people marvel for sure. And uh, it's obviously also talking about the judgment seat of Christ, right? Because when it talks Amen. about the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment, right? So we're all going to face judgment. But we'll get um, we'll get to go to the life part versus the the judgment part. And interesting. So I know this whole other sections pretty long, but it's a strong witness to Jesus. And as was just looking at the time here, I think so I think we'll just worship it. So we'll get into this next week. The witness to Jesus is a powerful part of the of John, where it talks about how you know it's not just Jesus witnessing about himself; that he's got all kinds of other witnesses as well, right? Uh, John, mm-hmm. John the Baptist, the Lord, his miracles, all the type of things are pointing into that. Um, but let's let's go to another worship song, and then we'll open it up to Q and A and just talk about this deep deepness of the authority in Christ which is so cool and we just did um, this is another one that's been slightly changed just to show the beauty of the video I love this this one here Um, and this is nothing else and this is a song that brings tears to my eyes all the time I just want you nothing else Jesus nothing else will do there is no fear in love but perfect love casts out fear we love him because he first loved us us 1 john 4 18 19 and jesus said if anyone would come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me so that's what we're really talking about here how important it is to know the authority of jesus i'm caught up in your presence and i just want to sit here at your feet and deuteronomy talks about all his saints are in your hand they sit down at your feet and obviously in philippines 3 3 we see rejoice in christ jesus and have no confidence in the flesh or it reminds me also of the woman that was wiping her hair on jesus's feet obviously preparing him for his death but we can't put all the verses here but jesus you don't owe me anything i just want you and this is one lesson that we're learning out of john right now with all this red letter text of his authorities. clearly trying to show guys i am God in flesh, Emmanuel, Right for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and you shall love the Lord with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength. And He literally came as God in flesh, is right? 1 John 14 says, um, it's just amazing that he's, He came in flesh, the God of the universe.
2: I'm caught up in your presence, I just want to sit here at your feet, I'm caught up in this holy moment, I never want to leave, oh here for blessings. Jesus, you don't owe me anything, more than anything that you can do. I just want I'm sorry when I've just gone through the motions. I'm sorry when I just sang another song. Take me back to where we started. I open up my heart to you. I'm sorry when I've come with my agenda. I'm sorry when I forgot that you're enough. Take me back to where we started. I open up my heart to you. I'm caught up in your prayers. your heart, Jesus I'm caught up in your presence I just want to sit here at your feet I'm caught up in this home, Here for blessing, Jesus, you don't owe.
0: Right, we'll do one more song here and then we'll open it up for Q&A so, um, and also just discussion about what this means to you this segment of John Gus you want to try to do this one
1: sure <clears throat> I'd love to
0: shout to the Lord shout. all the
1: earth let us shout. sing <laughs> yes clap your hands all peoples shout to God with loud songs of joy that's Psalm 47 verse 1 Mountains bow down and the seas will roar at the sound of your name. All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name, Psalm 66, 4. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven, and on earth, and under the earth. That's Philippians chapter 2, verse 10. The third verse here is, my comfort, my shelter. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And that's Psalm 91, verse 1. And finally, the fourth verse we want to highlight in this song here is Tower of Refuge and Strength. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strength. A strong tower against the enemy, and that's Psalm sixty-one, verse two, b, three. Praise the Lord. Praise the Word of God.
3: My Jesus, my Savior. songs
0: <laughs> all right Amen. and so we're gonna open it up I want to invite anybody that's listening on YouTube or Facebook or clout hub or rumble wherever you are listen live you can come backstage right now and ask some questions or just talk about how this mm-hmm. this just uh, just commune with us uh, talk about how this verse impacted you so anybody that's backstage right now we'd like to open up the mics just to say uh, probably best if you just raise your hand if you don't mind and uh, you can do that by just hitting the little hand key on your zoom button but we invite you back here you just go to blessedteach.com it's all free now we've made that we just reduced all the barriers literally when you sign up your account it brings you right to a screen you hit live and that live button is going to bring you right in to our zoom session right so if you want to have a question or want to want to uh, discuss this uh Bible verse at all, these Bible verses in John 5, really anything on John 5 goes, Um, but uh, with that, we're going to just kind of get some more discussions open. Gus, uh, I don't know if you had anything else that you wanted to emphasize uh, as as we're singing and worshiping there. I had the King James Version up here. I did did have this one part about the Daniel that I'll bring up and then see if, see if this catches anything from you Gus. Uh, I was going back and look at Daniel 7 where the son of man yes. is given dominion right this is interesting I saw the night visions and behold with the cloud of heaven there came one like a son of man and he came to the ancient of days he was presented before him and to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away. And his kingdom, one that shall not be destroyed. All right, so here's a obviously a prophecy all the way back from the book of Daniel, Daniel 7, about the Son of Man Amen. and the dominion he's given him. And uh, that is pretty awesome when you just look at the the whole part of what this is talking about, the authority of Christ, talking about where where literally um, Jesus uses the term Son of Man for himself, right? Uh, Pretty cool. Um, I had another verse here that I didn't get to as well. This is is, uh, when we were talking about just uh, uh, around truth and... Obviously, in John 14, just a few chapters later, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So just another part of John that clearly showing Jesus has dominion, Jesus has authority, he is has divinity, and uh, we can just worship him and understand that that's what the Word of God is here. This is what we're opening up the, these passages from John. Anything
1: else, guys? Amen. Amen. Well, only uh, it's like the world that we live in was shaped and made by God's word, and that's who we're serving. That's who we worship. The one that's actually giving us our breath right now. We're we're like part of Him. Uh, it's like He's the vine; we're the branches off of him and it's like whatever whatever of the branches uh don't abide in him he's gonna one day sever them off he's gonna prune them off you know but the branches have life that believe in him are gonna live on forever and look at the scripture you just had in daniel where he says all tribes and tongues and nations because a lot of people mistake the bible as a a Hebrew book or a Jewish book, and it is because they delivered the oracles, but the word, even the promise to Abraham, was to all every nation, tribe, and tongue. And it was through Jesus, because Jesus was the seed of Abraham that would come. Mm-hmm. So it's like a lot of people I think they think of the the gospel as just a simple little story. And it is simple. it's so much more because when you delve into the word you find so much more to it that substantiates everything and, and you just stand in awe and amazement at the word of god because he unlocks all these mysteries that you had not seen before that you know the word's divine because there's so many things that you see that nobody but knew the plan from the end from the beginning to the end could know all these things to to lace them through all these different time periods different individuals they had to have a common thread and it was the father and the word
0: amen 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 so uh terry go ahead
1: excuse me okay sorry i have a hard time because i have
5: to my microphone (laughs) acts weird um i just think it's for me, it's amazing. I remember, you know, as you were talking yes, um, I was, my mother lived in Kansas City and I would make trips up there to see her. And I always left early in the morning to come back because it's like an eight to 10 hour drive, right? And I remember one morning, um, there was nobody out on the highway, obviously. And I saw this, just kind of a field of trees. And it just struck me, God just grabbed me in exactly what you said, because I was thinking the trunk of the tree is like our father, and all the limbs and the branches that come off of that are us. Those limbs and those branches would not exist if were not for that trunk. And it was just it's amazing to me how the Bible comes alive in God's earth. And God's creation. And I see it every day. And I that's I love I love to be outside because I just see God's word mm-hmm. in whatever there is outside. Mm-hmm. So as you were speaking, Amen. I was going, That's really true. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so true. It's awesome. It's awesome how I listened to Amanda Grace today too. And you had talked earlier about you know, um, the Old Testament and the New Testament, and people think that the Old Testament really isn't, it's just about God's laws and all that kind of stuff. Well, when I listen to Amanda, if you go back and you listen to what she had to say, it's like it is so intricately, in it's just so interwoven. And the story starts in the Old Testament, but the New Testament is so based on that Old Testament.
1: Amen. You know,
5: the things in John... They come to life, they were all formed in the Old Testament. And so the things that we talk about, it's just amazing to me. I'm just in total awe (laughs) of how God is so, just, he's just so awesome. (laughs) Who else could do things? Who could create a book like this with everything leading into something else? So I'm going
0: to be quiet now. I'm sorry.
1: awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love
0: it. We appreciate That's you. Good. Appreciate your share. Uh, and then Rebecca,
6: I just wanted to comment on the uh, part of the scriptures that you read, that no man cometh unto the Father except through me, mm-hmm. and how important that is today to us Christians. A lot of people want to believe that if you're a good person that god will say you know you can go to heaven because you're good but unless they've accepted christ the bible tells us that doesn't happen and it makes it so much more important that we as believers share good word good news of jesus and and how he saved us and how he redeemed us and accepts us and how forgiving God is of all our sins because of Jesus and what he did when he died on the cross. And it just makes the importance of missions that much greater, because there's people in this world who have never had the opportunity to hold a Bible, who don't know how to read, who have never heard of Jesus. And how's that gonna happen? Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, the Holy Spirit obviously can, interact with them at any point and in any way. But I think that's one of the ways that God has let us know, hey, you're important to this whole process. Mm-hmm. Each individual has a mission, and that's to spread the word.
1: Amen. 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 I hear you. I love that, I love that. Yeah, because it's like, if we didn't have Jesus, when you see me, you see the Father, It's like you you can't just create a God out of your imagination expect you're gonna go there because there's not really a God sitting there. If it's out of your imagination, it's your imagination. It's like Jesus makes God reality to us because he actually came from that heavenly place to this earth and eyes witnessed him and everything that he did. So it's, it's the only God that died for everybody. So that we could be saved,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and when He says, "I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life," uh, carnal minds probably struggle with understanding the depth of that. But He is Jesus Christ, is the Word of God made flesh. So the Word of God defines the Word of God. The Word of God is our path to know God and. How salvation works the whole the whole gamut, everything about our life is in the word of God. I mean who are we to question his authority?
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good point, and so we're still just yeah. having some discussion on John, right The whole authority of Jesus is is the theme of what we're teaching here, and uh it's fun just to delve in and see how this affects other people so that's part of what backstage is about if anybody has any other sharing they would like to do again you can join backstage fairly easy now because it's completely free so we invite you um there's tons of uh benefits not only do you get to be backstage here on q a and sharing with uh word and worship you get to be in backstage on mondays and thursdays when we're doing praise and prayer you can also be backstage when we are doing um, the QA with and, uh, and praying for these great patriots like uh, Amanda Grace is coming on and Don A. Clement and so many others. Uh, not to mention, you have Searchy to search prophecies and so much more in all these groups. Um, so it's all now free. Just go to blessedteach.com, go to the backstage tab. Love to have you back here. Again, that would be blessedteach plus blessed with the number two teach.com and go backstage and
1: so i think katie wanted
0: to share rick oh okay i didn't see it that go ahead
1: like okay oh, katie, there
7: so you go. yeah go ahead <laughs> i was talking to my two sons today and they're so one of them is really trying to get to know god and he's been reading the bible and trying to decipher what it means and so we were talking about sin today and the whole dichotomy of life and sin and he's he says well i think life is set up that there's no way that you can go through any day and not actually sin if if (laughs) sin is just something that takes you farther away from god and the natural man is an enemy to god there's no way that you can ever get through life so how are you ever supposed to go to heaven and that was a perfect entry for
1: your your answer wasn't it
7: (laughs) (laughs) so it was really fun to explain to my son today about you know exactly what you're talking about right now about how you know jesus is the way and the life and that through Jesus, you know, all of your sins are made clean because of His blood, and the whole redemption and sanctification that Jesus offers. And so it was really fun today as we were talking about this very subject. <laughs>
0: that's awesome, man! I love that, Katie. Yeah, uh-uh. and that—that's one thing I love about this group of patriots too. Um, and just just deep Christians that uh, are part of what I call the remnant, right? You guys are just understand the Bible extremely well. You know that uh, He is pleased when you praise, and that's why you guys are here praising as well as we we're learning the Word and studying the Word. So that is just beautiful. But again, I invited everybody that's on YouTube and CloudHub and and all those areas. And if if you can't be here live, by the way, everything's recorded once you get into the set up your account on backstage, uh, there's a live button, there's also a recording button where you can see everything, even the stuff that we do after the show. So often we go backstage and do uh, Project Children Rescue. We do Bible studies on Wednesday nights. There's a lot of other things that you'll be able to to find the recordings for even if you can't be here live. Um, But it is such a pleasure to just sit here and soak on the Word of God. And you can think about, I don't know, we probably went through only eight or nine, 10 verses maybe today. Um, but uh, as you as you know, um, when Gus and I start marinating on on Scripture, we're not going to be going real fast to it. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but this is awesome, Gus. I really appreciate your um, partnership and really digging into the Word of God with me.
1: Amen. Mm-hmm. All right. Amen.
0: Yeah, so, so you know, with that, um, if nobody else has anything to share or any questions, uh, there, was, there was one question backstage, maybe you, uh, I think it's just emphasis, but Shuri from, back, from uh, Facebook said, can you please explain what tr- why he uses truly, truly? Could you explain why he said truly, truly? I don't know if you have a thoughts on that, Gus. To me, it was just emphasis of making sure that people really understood that, you know, he's telling you something extremely specific listen open your ears right any other thoughts you have on that
1: yeah it's kind of like behold or hey listen to this or uh, but there is a place uh, uh interestingly enough where it's in Matthew around chapter 6 I think when he's going through a lot of things he says uh let your yea be yea, and your nay be nay your yes be yes your no be no because anything else is from the enemy, mm-hmm. and I've always kind of took that, like you know, when you're telling the truth, you don't have to tell it twice or you don't have to whatever. But obviously, uh, we know he is truth, so he's just trying to put emphasis on it, I would say. Yeah, and he's, uh, yeah,
0: and I was, I was
1: verily, verily, or truly, truly, right?
4: Double portion.
1: Yeah, King James will say, verily, verily, I know that. So I, I read that often, uh, which is basically, truly, truly, I say unto you. So anytime he says something twice, it's best to pay attention.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no question about it.
1: But actually, anything he tells you, I pay attention. I guess <laughs> you should pay attention more when he says it twice. Yeah
0: so i was just looking to see if there's anything i could find online real quick but it doesn't nothing real obvious here too but i think really do believe it's just emphasis anybody else backstage have a have a better answer on truly truly why why uh why the why saying it multiple times
5: to emphasize something
0: mm-hmm. yes. yeah, yeah I do
6: emphasize th-
0: mm-hmm. yeah I do you think that's kind of the main the main point of this yep all right, you guys are awesome. And so, well, let me just look back, and see if there's anything else. I see uh, Ann Pearson saying, good evening, Rick and Gus. Praise the Lord for your dedication and teaching. Thank you. Yes. And Thank you. Let's see if there's anything else here. Honestly, honestly, says Kent. <laughs>
1: um, honestly, honestly.
0: Yeah, we, we're the watchers for Jesus. The earth is God's. God holds the deed. Jesus Christ is the only royal family, says Donna. And uh, it's, it's cool for you guys to have some interaction. But hey, we'd really uh, I'd like you to be backstage, right? There's uh, 15 of us back here right now. There's a lot more um, on that are part of the backstage community, but uh, this, these ones are live. Terry and Rebecca and Pam and Lourdes and Linda and Chris and Katie and Kathy. JP. Appreciate you all being here. Gloria uh, says Craigslist. I I think that's uh, somebody else. But uh, uh, Charlotte, Annette, (laughs) uh, Gus, i uh, really appreciate y'all though for for being here and 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 sharing this hour and a half or so that we go through every friday night so join us every friday night on friday night praise and prayer and we will um we'll, we'll do the same thing where we worship the lord god almighty as well as be able to do this maybe maybe we'll i know we end with the shofars quite a bit um maybe we'll just pick somebody that's a volunteer to that would like to pray for anything they'd like to about the Word of God or whatever, and then we'll blow the shofars. Um, Anybody, uh, volunteers, tears besides me and Gus that would like to pray?
1: I was just going to say while they're deciding that, I was going to say next week, Lord willing, (laughs) if nothing changes, we will probably be covering the verse 30 through the end of the chapter. So if you want to read it ahead of time and get some insights to share with us, it's important we all share this thing together. This is just an opener, <laughs> yeah. an invite to anybody that's listening that would like, that's going to be here next week.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, so good Word and Worship every Friday night. Who's our bold prayer warrior here? See, we have a lot of them online. We got, uh, do, you, do you mind praying, Gloria? For whatever you'd like. I, um,
4: <laughs> well, I just would like to pray a blessing over over all your listeners
0: It'd be great no
4: matter what they're listening on and those who listen later. So Father in the name of Jesus, Father, I bring these people before you. people who love you Father, people who you have a destiny and purpose for and Father are people that you love, that Jesus loves and Holy Spirit intercedes for. Father we thank you for these people. Father and as this week next week goes on, Father, I pray that you bless them. Bless them, Father, with wisdom to navigate every day. I ask that you bless them with insight, Father, to see to see ahead what needs to be done, what the traps are, and where do the blessings lie. Father, I ask that the spirit of counsel fall upon them that they hear that they hear clearly direction from you. And Father, I also ask, Father, that the spirit of the fear of the Lord come upon them, not as being scared, but just as we just heard today, the awesomeness, the awesomeness of God. And Father, we just thank you, Father. And I just ask that you put into their memory, Father, that the covenant, that covenant that Jesus finished on the cross, was one of love, was one of redemption, was one of peace and one of joy, one of a good plan for every person. So, Father, I ask you to bless them, the Father's blessing, Father, which so many of us never had a chance to receive. We ask that you touch each one and pour out the Father's blessing upon them. In the name of Jesus, amen.
0: Amen. 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 All right. Amen. We're switching this down the low. And we're going to call in the judgment of, of uh, the line of Judah. And we're going to call down angels of all rankings and divisions. This includes angels that are that are holy warring angels, uh, messenger angels, Amen. ministering angels of all rankings and divisions. Let's call them down with our shofars. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Woo! ministered angels, holy war angels, messenger angels, angels of all rankings and to the Lion of Judah coming down to answer these prayers and to make this cabal fall and to bring in the remnant to all seven mountains of, of influence. In the mighty name of Jesus amen. we pray, amen. We love you guys. Yeah. If you guys want to unmute and saying goodbye to everyone.
2: Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye everyone.
3: Everybody. Shalom, bye,
0: bye. Shalom. I
4: can't do
3: that. Shalom, shalom, shalom. shalom. See you shalom. again, kiddies.
1: Double for your Dang. trouble.
3: Shalom. Remember everybody, it's Sunday. <laughs> Got spot.
0: I'm
7: Kenna. Sunday.
3: Shalom.
0: <laughs> I Love you guys. Love you guys.
5: Bye. bye. Amen.
0: Talk to you soon. Bye, bye. <laughs> All
5: right. Thank you, guys. Thank you.